Who's that rapping? Rapping at my chamber door. It's a rapper's delight this week on The Hapless Heroes. Sir, please show me your basement. Hello once again, and welcome back to the Hapless Heroes Podcast. My name is Dave, and I will be your host and dungeon master for this evening. Hi, Dave. Hey. Hey, it's good to be back. Anyway, let's start by introducing our cast. Uh, we'll start from my left. Uh, we have Zach as Parrot of Lincoln Woods. Hello, greetings. It's good to be here tonight, this week. <laughs> <laughs> to his left, we have John as Lord Jarrell the Light. Uh, now, we have to make sure we're not kidnapping these children, correct? To his left, we have Francesco as Felix Fizzlebottom. Yes, kidnapping was never the plan. To his left, we have Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. I don't remember if I'm supposed to be around children. (laughs) 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 Something about public lewdness. Wow. Something. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. Just running through some random town. Mm -hmm. Being chased by a... Mm -hmm. Broad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and to his left, we have Phil as Hedrick the Entertainer. How am I going to write a song about evacuation? <laughs> what rhymes with evacuation? <laughs> oh, no. Immaculation. Oh, no. The uh, other, uh, the other, uh, another one I could think the of. The other <laughs> evacuation <laughs> of the bowels. Yeah. <laughs> Infatuation. Hey. He's saying ejaculation. That's what I was thinking. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And we've reached here. We have, again, didn't even make it to the recap. Welcome aboard, folks. Just just intro. (laughs) Please tell us what happened last week before uh, this gets too terrible. So... (laughs) Last week, the party went to find uh, Omega Project scientist Dr. Heinz, who had just recently, at the beginning of summer, come out of hiding up in uh, this town, up in the middle of the Tri-Nation Peninsula. He's tricky to get out into the open. You have to tap the number 57. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or or just use a butter knife. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, and and there's an undead horde approaching from the north that's literally going to be here in 24 hours. And nobody seems worried about it. They're all just kind of like wandering around the town, still going about their stuff. Like if there was a time to move, it's now. But, but it's we, un, it's unclear if Ketsup, Heinz, not Ketsup, his name's not Ketsup. <laughs> <laughs> um, whether or not he's even like intentionally there at this, he's watching over the yeah, kids. Yeah, like, people's memories seem to be a little foggy here. Um, and no one seems to know who cast the charm. Even Heinz himself doesn't know who cast the charm. But he's, we, we, we seem to be under the impression that these kids that we're supposed to find, these magical prodigies of children are supposed to help us in some way. And we have to essentially wrangle these kids to help this because town evacuate. But we, but we don't even know if these children exist. Right. That's, no, that's possibility. We've never seen that. Right. But he claims that they can just create these technological marvels out of just 
their own innate ability in magic. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, houses as tall as 100 feet. Which yeah. we've seen crazier. So, we're, And we're already drawing stares from everybody in this town, including Roger, who happens to be Heinz's brother, who's the town councilman. No idea who we were talking about, though, when we asked him about his own brother. Right. So um, this, this, this whole situation, <laughs> now we're knocking on some doors, trying to find some kids. Like, what are we going to do, fellas? Well, we already knocked. Yeah, we did. Well, <laughs> we did. But I can give you guys a moment to stew in how you feel about having just knocked. The only motive that I got from Heinz was his disliking of his brother. He's ready to leave without him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And our only petition was to say we have to save the town. That's good. You know, we we got to use these kids to try and find a means to get everybody out. So I'm gonna look at, I'm gonna look at the crew the crew here and say, okay. Who wants to do the talking? Like before the door opens. Uh, Jarrell is looking, I'm sure, at Quinn. And Quinn's looking at Jarrell. Quinn will do the talking. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's, that's good. You start us off, buddy, and I'll back you up if things start to go south. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> you You're got into it again. right it is. <laughs> I'm very familiar. <laughs> I, 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 I feel pained that I actually said that. I love you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna remember that tonight. I'm gonna dream about that tonight. <laughs> you gotta play. <laughs> <laughs> That's how All I right. dream. So the knocking happens. Yeah, uh-huh. it happened. Ooh, that was good. Yeah, it was a hard knock. You're yes. welcome. Life hard. <laughs> yeah, you beat me. <laughs> Hashtag hard knock life. <laughs> hard knock Annie? Can you hear the eye rolls through the microphone? We're just trying to delay whatever's <laughs> happening on the other side of the door. Really. Yeah, I'm trying to build a little bit of anticipation before <laughs> I let everyone down spectacularly. Oh. When the door is answered <laughs> by what appears to be speaking to your guys' experience almost like a Ward Cleaver analog, like a stereotypical almost 50s looking dad. Is he oh smoking God. a pipe? Um, no, because it's not quite that hour yet. Like the pipe and smoking jacket is after dinner. And Tortoiseshell glasses? Yeah. Right now we're just before dinner, so he's still sort of almost wearing what would be businessy work clothes. Hmm. Does hmm. have his uh, glass of scotch, I presume. Well, yes, being he does. a 50s dad. Slicked hair. <laughs> yep, slicked hair, clean shaven, like, like. Yikes. Yeah. Well, I can all already safely guess where this episode is going. Oh. <laughs> and it might have to do with beavers. I think I was uh, actually thinking cornfield, but sure. <laughs> um, well, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to look at Quinn because the guy has now answered yeah, the door. Yeah. Oh, does, right, he, yeah. does, does he say anything when he opens the door? Well, hello there, stranger. Hello. So what brings you to this neighborhood? We are looking for two eight-year-olds. I want to say your children, but I'm not going to. We're looking for (laughs) two children who we believe might be able to help us evacuate your town safely. Flynn and Fletcher. Gee golly, evacuate the town? Why would anybody want to do that? Oh, my. I know. Now I know where this is going. Okay. Um well, sir, uh, there is a gigantic army of the undead literally bearing down on this village, and they'll be here in, I'm going to look at a watch that's not there, 24 hours. Now, can we still see uh, the burning fog of war from the north? 
Absolutely. It's mm. it's visible. Right. It takes up half the sky at this point. Yeah. Again, Jarrell is looking at the cloud and looking at the man and then like looking back at the cloud, like hardly not realize or see what's I'm going on. I'm getting like tremendous fallout vibes now. <laughs> <laughs> Gee golly, this is a nice neighborhood. Roman gangs wouldn't want to come here. I'm sure it will all pass. So I noticed that when we correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like when we were with um, or hanging out with uh, what was it? Um, Heinz. Heinz. A- that he was under some sort of enchantment or that or there, 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 there was some sort of charm or enchantment cast here. Yes. Right? Like, he doesn't remember if he did it, but I remember he said, like, you know, he cast a memory charm to have people forget who he was, but then he didn't remember if he did it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm already getting vi- <laughs> I'm getting tremendous vibes that people are mm-hmm. under magical influence yes. here, just based on a lot of that, you know, just inferring yeah. from a lot of that. Okay. I would like to see... I have shit that I haven't even prepared. <laughs> nope. Uh, I'm going to look at Quinn and oh. be like, I believe this man is under... Um, the influence of some magic if you have a way to uh, remove that so we may speak candidly that would be really helpful because he's not going to be very helpful otherwise you're doing him a favor sir uh, I, I, I'm going to start distracting him giving him some small talk oh what's your name you know how, 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 how's your day Ben I'm going to <laughs> uh, cast dispel magic Okay, uh, what's the exact text on uh, the spell magic? Mm-hmm. So choose a creature, object, or magical effect within range. Any spell of third level or lower on the target Immediately ends, ends automatically. Okay. But For each spell of fourth level or higher, uh, I make an ability check using my spellcasting ability, which would be charisma. The DC equals 10 plus the spell's level. So whatever the level of the spell that's holding him in this situation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yeah, and if you cast it at higher levels, then it's essentially any level equal to or less than the spell that you've, the Correct. level you've cast it at immediately ends, otherwise you're making a check. Right. Okay. So I'm so, still, I'm only going to cast it at third level. So you're casting it at third level. Mm-hmm. I would like you to make a check against uh, DC of 16. Ooh, he's even giving you the DC. I like yes. when he does that. Uh, that would be... A 13. That hurts. Nothing happens. He just... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Could I offer Quinn some help? (laughs) I mean... Is it I've already already declared the result of the roll. Would I get proficiency... On that? Well, what is it? It's just, it just, it says, give me the exact text make, again. Uh, for each spell, a fourth level or higher on the target, make an ability check. That's it. Just the ability using check. Using your spell casting ability. Just the ability. Okay. Yep. So, no, so if it's charisma, work. it's just plus four. I see. So, right. So the, the, the spell itself, if I was casting it and needed to use it. I Something that you had proficiency in. Right. Okay. But this is just, it's, right. it's literally calling out just an ability check. Sure. So that sucks. Okay. So literally nothing happens. But when Jarrell recognizes that that little plan failed. <laughs> um, oh, excuse me. The plan was solid. <laughs> well, the, ex- no, it's the, no, the execution was questionable. We don't know if it failed or if this just isn't magic. Sure, sure. Um, That's also true. 
but Gerald again seeing that Quinn tried a spell, mm-hmm. uh, nothing seems to have happened. Gerald will ask, uh, "Do you know of these young boys, uh, Flynn and Fletcher?" Why, those are my boys. What may, would they have to do with this? May they we certainly sp- don't get into any trouble. Of course oh, not. May we speak with them? And uh, I don't know if he, I have to roll any persuasion or anything on that or not. Is he, is he just a kind of blankly staring at me? Um, He is thousand yards staring kind of like through your eyes as he speaks to you. Um, what have these kids done to these people? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, yeah. Are there any other windows or entrances to this house besides this front door? Um, it looks asking like, for a friend, like a typical one story ranch home. There are, you know, windows along the front of the house. Are any of them even even mildly ajar? No, it's not warm here or anything like that. You know, um, are trying to get a nice like breeze or venting their house it, for any reason. No, they're not. It feels like normal temperature. Okay. Because um, I still want to like send slim shading. I'm just going to give her a little command just to kind of just do a little perimeter of the house. You know, my little familiar. Like, you know, I, I think that she's been, she might be able to scope something out. Just like, maybe it's a way that she, I just want to see if there's a way that even something as small as like her little pseudo dragon form can just like slip into somewhere to maybe get into the house. I want to see if there's anything there at all. Like have her just fly around. Um, flies around the house. Yeah. Um, there is uh, what appears to be this man's wife um, looking very June Cleaver-ish, uh, washing dishes in the kitchen, mm-hmm. uh, but otherwise not making any note of uh, Slim Shady being in the room. Oh, he's, she's able to just get in? Um, and just fly around the house? Yeah. Yeah, the okay. doors aren't closed or anything. Oh, I wasn't sure if, like, you know, like, this this, 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 this husband figure or, like, this Mr. Cleaver figure essentially, yeah. uh, you know, would... Uh, uh, care if care <laughs> if a pseudo dragon flew into his house? Well, <laughs> I would um, say he doesn't notice. Fantastic. I'm gonna hold on. Cast Let's, invisibility on Slim Shady as she's like slipping in the door. Yep. So she slips like by my hand, and I I give her invisibility. You the best. I try. Uh, I'm going to. Um, step back essentially from the group, just kind of like stand off to the side so that these two can just do the talking and I'm going to then use my um, my ability to kind of look through her eyes. So like, you know, like my senses are now dull, but I'm now staring through Slim's eyes and kind of controlling her like with my mind. Because you can do that. Yeah, fly around the house. So we see like, you know, like June Cleaver, stereotypical type, you yeah. know, like Washing dishes in, here. in the kitchen. Okay. Um, it's only one story, right? So there's probably are there other only one story. Other there rooms are in the other house? rooms uh, towards the back of the house. I'm gonna head that way. Okay. I'm looking for kids' rooms, essentially, or just like you know, like where maybe these like Flynn and Fletcher could potentially reside, a like um, bunk bed or something, right? You know, like just something of that of that um, nature. All the doors in this back hallway, and there are three, are closed. Of course they are. Well, she's got claws; she can try to open doors. Mm-hmm. She has. She's done it. Um, gently going to try the doors just to see if they're locked or if uh, you know, like if the if the knobs or things like push or move freely. You said there's three um, doors. Yes, there are three doors. Start with door number three. Door number three. So the one at the furthest end of the hall. Yeah. Okay. So you walk to the furthest end of the hall. Fly. Fly. I'm sorry. It is just Slim Shady. It's just her. Yes. Just her Slim little Shady pseudo dragon self. Flies to the end of the hall. She sure does. And obviously does so silently because as pseudo dragons are wont to do, she mm-hmm. flies silently. Sweet. And invisibly as uh, there's a spell. 
Mm-hmm. Um, none of that uh, breaks when she makes the action to try to open the door. Only uh, attacking or casting a spell. Okay. Not just using any ability. All right. Um, she can open doors, or does she make a check to open doors? I don't, she doesn't say she makes a check to open doors, but it's a tiny creature. It's like, I mean, if, if the door is not, like, super resistant in any way, like, I think she can basically open a door. It's a pseudo, yeah. pseudo dragon. Okay. With claws and wings. So uh, she opens the door at the end of the hallway. It opens. It appears to be a linen closet. Okay, perfect. Uh, I've already ruled one room out. Any any interesting linens in here by any chance? Just in, just out of curiosity. Uh, they're all a uniform shade of white. Of course they are. Meanwhile, Quinn is distracting uh, Mr. Cleaver with uh, regalings of his exploits. Exploits. Dist- distraction. Um, I don't know how the three um, are reacting to that, but how? how- I'm um, assuming Mr. Cleaver is enthralled. Yeah, I like Mr. The, I like Cleaver the camera is here. suitably impressed and in is paying rapt attention. So he is, although looking through you. Yes, he does seem to be focusing on Quinn talking, but not necessarily like. So she just like staring there, through him, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Would, would Jarrell? Would it be safe to assume that he doesn't seem like he's all there? Um. That would be something you might have to make some sort of check against. You mean a classic Jarrell insight check? Right, or perception. Yes. No, this this sounds very much like insight if you're trying to determine the nature <laughs> of the nature <laughs> Yeah, pretty classic. It's four. Um, he seems very, very genuine. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's that's that. Having Jarrell believe that right now, so is uh, Jarrell would turn to Felix and say, "Should we try just calling the boy?" And now you're out of your own. Head. I can't hear you at all. Yeah. So that you're talking to Felix, but he can't mm. see or hear you at all. He's like literally eyes rolled back into his head, just standing there, like. Hedrick wants like, to poke <laughs> his head in and address. Oh, Hedrick's Jarrell. gonna Hedrick's gonna go in. Well, no, he wants to. He's standing oh, yeah. in the back, so he he steps up next to Jarrell and he says. I still feel like we should get a total understanding of our surroundings here. If there's another exit to the building or... Should we just call the boys? Would you think they'll respond if we just called them? Well, I was thinking maybe we could uh, tell this guy we have a gift for them. No, we're kind of talking like to... five feet away from <laughs> the dad. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got a whistle. Maybe uh, we could just wrap it up and make it look like a gift and uh, get the boys to like want to come down. Cause do young do young so. children respond to whistles? I don't know. Do you got anything better? You have that speaker thing. I'm not going to give him my amplifier. This is going on yeah, in yes. the background. Yeah. 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 And then this giant giant. <laughs> I've got a fire starter and a clockwork elephant. Oh, oh You God. do have a clockwork oh, elephant. Please, don't let them you plan anymore. Please tell me what's in door number two. Please tell me what's in door number two. I like where you're thinking. It is. <laughs> it uh, appears to be a plain adult bedroom. Oh, I thought Son it was going to be another linen closet. Son of a bitch. <laughs> it, was always, it was door number one the whole time. Well, maybe the linen closet right? really a linen closet. We don't know that. None of you know anything that I'm seeing right, right. now. Oh, so you guys so. are just plotting how uh, else yeah. to do this while I'm in yeah. there. Mm-hmm. We're trying to think of the best. This gift, is the so. fucking heist all over again. <laughs> except, never. Except <laughs> I would never do that to you again. And it, <laughs> fuck. Oh, fuck. 
Because it's like, but there's no hobbit timer. Now I just have the rest of the party timer. Uh, yeah, so... Just waiting for someone to start asking the right questions. I feel like it's... Then it, we defeated Angus Core. I feel like it's only fair if like I do one door at a time and allow you guys just to keep plotting, because that just, just seems like gold to me. Unless Paradilla wants to do something with his elephant. I would like to give them a little bit more time to plot before I get back to you. That's okay. See, okay. I, I really like this dynamic, and it's making me really happy. Um, <laughs> we've split the party with Without actually splitting the party. Felix won't be happy, but I I just I appreciate this. It's great. Well, I want to make sure I'm not metagaming. You you can't speak while you're can't hear, through his see, lies. speak. I can speak through her mouth. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, yeah, so he yeah. has no idea what's going if on. If I were right in the room seeing him with his eyes rolled in the back of his head while listening to this, I huh. wouldn't question it because that's how I would react to Quinn's storytelling as well. Yeah, well, and that's why I also like stood <laughs> off to the side so that like it wasn't like super obvious that I'm just standing in the middle of my friends with my eyes rolled back in my head and like my <laughs> mouth open, like <laughs> probably like encanting some sort of horrible, like otherworldly phrase as I like channel myself through you know this like familiar's body. You know, like, you know, this kind of heroism warlock exists shit. at the cutting edge of reality. Yeah. Sometimes weird shit like drooling happens. Typical warlock shit. And then I set fire to the metallic legs of a gigantic brain. Oh, my God. Hedrick, are you up to anything right now? So do we want to try to call them? Uh, maybe offer the this toy elephant uh, as a method of gaining their trust? Absolutely. In a totally not creepy way. <laughs> I got a handkerchief. All right. I'm going to tie it up. Here we go. All right. So now you give it to the guy. Tell him that's a gift for the boys and have the boys come down to get it. Why don't we just call for the boys? Well, we'll do the same. Let's hear it for the boys. <laughs> uh, between your amplifier. Wait, so it's become a musical number now? Right. Sure. <laughs> between your amplifier and that... Uh, gross, disgusting pod things we eat once in a while. Um, there must be some method of gaining their attention. Specifically theirs. The... Right. Do I get to know what's behind door number three Yeah, yet? seriously, I want to know um... too. <laughs> <laughs> door number one. Don't go back to door yeah, number three. Door number one. Yeah. Door number three is right, the uniform, uh, uniformly white uh, linen. The third door of the ones that I've chosen. The first door <laughs> in the hallway. The first in the hallway. <laughs> okay. So opening the third door. First which door. is the first. <laughs> the third door that you open, which is door number one, because I know how I labeled my map in my head. Thank you very much. The door creaks. I like creaks, maybe? So um, I would like everybody who's not in the hallway except for you, Felix, because your brain's in the hallway, to make a perception check. Great. I get another one for Jarrell. I got oh. a nat 20. There oh, you go. Oh, thank goodness, because I saw some terrible die rolls on this side of the table. Mm -hmm. Um. So, uh, let's see. You got a nat 20, Quinn. What did you have? Nine. Uh, Five. Jarrell. <laughs> Fourth. Fourth. Wow, I had second highest. So... <laughs> None of you hear the creak of the door. Except for Hedrick. Hedrick, who hears it in perfect clarity, <laughs> up to the point where he can almost identify the hinges. I mean, what kind of hinges are they, Hedrick? Mm, not very good ones. <laughs> <laughs> perfect answer. Yeah. I got really good hearing, man. I know how to, I know how to pick them out. Those, they, they made the balls. Well, I mean, so you're a cheap ass brass hinges. So, <laughs> do, so do you react to the discordant creak of the hinges as the door opens? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely like, 
like waving my arm in the air and trying to look at the guys and make sure like, all right, I heard something and I'm pointing out where my attention is drawn. Right. And we know that Felix is currently in the eyes of his familiar. So essentially warging, right? Yeah. Just, like, just like in, right. in, in her brain. Mm-hmm. We're aware of that. Yeah. He's done this before. I must admit, though, I was a little disappointed that I had my brain kind of taken over He's for a little stories, bit. Right. Yep. And, you know, it, it happens to the best of us. There was a creek. The dad did not react, uh-huh. by the way. And the is creek. still He's injured. Yes, he is. In Come on. Just paying such intense, focused attention on Love every it. single word as mm-hmm. though he's copying it down in his mind mm-hmm. for okay. all eternity. So none of us overtly react to what Hedrick is explaining that he heard a noise in there. Mm-hmm. No, you guys are we know, we know Felix acting is born. normal. Right. <laughs> Flying casual. Mm-hmm. So the real Slim Shady floats into a room which is in, in contrast to the rest of the house, just absolute disarray. There's, like, boxes open all over the place, so a couple of crates, chunks of metal sticking out of some straw coming out of a particularly large one in the corner, um, stacks and stacks of books on the other side of the room. And there are two beds in the middle of the room, and they almost look like the Bert and Ernie beds. Oh, my God. Uh, one with a lowercase f and then a large uh, uppercase f. The other one with an uppercase f and then a lowercase f. Okay. Okay. Uh, anyone occupying said beds? Nobody appears to be in the room. Um, oh, well, she's going to continue to look around this room. Okay. Um... I would like Slim Shady to make an, or you through her to make an investigation check. That would be her skills sheet here. So, so I'm not like not transform. I'm not transformed. She's just it's it's her abilities. Oh, that oh, fucking twenty! Oh, oh, oh. Wow! Whoa. <sighs> Whoa! Whoa! That's two. All right. You know what that means? Oh boy, the, the great equalizer. There, yeah. It's coming. <laughs> it's gonna come sometime. So. You, by investigating the room, you, through the eyes of Slim Shady and the slightly purple-bluish tone that uh, she imparts on your vision, but Mm -hmm. otherwise, you see the room of what appears to be a prodigy um, young wizard and a prodigy young artificer doing massive projects with nondescript things all over the room. It really does look like they've just stepped out for the day. However, you also notice that absolutely nowhere in the room is there even one speck of dust. Hmm. For all as dirty as the room seems, it's all immaculately clean, as though everything was put there for a reason. Hmm. Just a little too far into the uncanny valley, perhaps. Okay. Okay, that is great information. Um, I think that's probably about as, I mean, I, I would say that's probably the best information I could possibly get from the, at this point. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I, I felt like it was a detail that you'd see on a super close examination, you know, befitting the 20. Right. Oh, so I'm able to tell which one is Flynn's and which one is Fletcher's bed. 
Um, yes, you you would be able to tell that one side of the room is very dedicated to magic. The one other is, is very, very dedicated to artificing. Yes. Okay, but neither one of them are in attendance or present. Neither in this one room. are in attendance. Okay, uh, Slim will exit the room. Slim exits the room and exit the home since she's still invisible. And, and curl up on my shoulders. Okay. And I'm going to come back to my sentence and be like, And that is why we are called the heroes of Tal'Duria. I'm going to start golf clapping. Gee golly, that's <laughs> fantastic. But I'm not entirely certain what this has to do with my children. Uh, sir, if I may, um, let, let me be candid with you. Uh, we represent some large and uh, powerful organizations uh, change, you know, creating change for good in this uh, world. And uh, your your sons uh, show great magical prowess, and the Omega Project would love to um, recruit them. For... Are you sure we're talking about the same boys? I am. I, I, I assure no, you. Oh, they're fun-loving children who don't get into anything at all. Right. Yeah, you mentioned that. Um... Have you been in their room recently? I try to respect <laughs> their privacy. That's really kind of you. I, you know, I appreciate that. That's something that, uh, you know, that that's, that's 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 big of you. That's big of you, you know. But you're making a lot of bold assumptions, you know, about you know, eight-year-old children. You know, I don't want to have this at this discussion with you, um, sir. It was a pleasure um, meeting you. You know, we can we can discuss this another day. Uh, it seems like you, you're very busy here. Um. We're just gonna, just gonna, just gonna, just gonna go. No, I'm just gonna usher you're the shooing, You're shooing us to follow you. Yeah. yeah. He, just, he looks expectantly at or through you, as it were. Yeah. But um, otherwise, doesn't uh, really say anything. What do you know now, Felix? So I'm gonna describe to you again everything I just saw mm -hmm. in that room, like what's going on in there, and that they're not there. They're not home. So like, whatever avenue we're pursuing here to like talk to this guy like he's not giving up anything have you used those goggles we got you since you've been here uh yeah i kind of i've kind of been flipping him on and off but i don't think i ever actually looked at um the home or like this this particular guy with them no right did we ever determine if but i think that we i mean i'm under a very strong suspicion that like just because of the way that everyone's acting like someone's pulling the strings in my hunch and this is unconfirmed my hunch is that it's the kids who are doing it. So, did, did it, especially ever, with what the dad yeah. is saying, with they never get to any trouble right, at it's, all. Yes, definitely. That weird. is bullshit. Even with <laughs> even without Jarrell's perception, like I, I think it's right. I'll take that as kind of an odd interaction. All of our characters have been eight once. Not, none of us were good people necessarily when we were eight. We tried. That's like kind of when morals start to happen. You know, we even met Toby when he was eight. <laughs> he was pretty. Dude, we moral. fucking ruined. Wait, wasn't that. He? <laughs> we just ruined his life. Yeah, and look where he's at now. With us. <laughs> but now, did we ever determine if the magic detecting goggles could detect magical people? It is. If like, listen, it's it's literally the spell detect magic, but like through goggles. Because we've so. used it to detect magical blood, I believe. Before. Yeah, like if it's if it is magic, I detect it and I see auras around it. And how far can you see An with object, those goggles? On? So this one is sixty feet instead of thirty feet because it's the double magnification. So if we it, walk, like it rose tints everything, so it's like you know makes it a little harder to right. see like other things. Like, Would we know. be able to find these particular boys if we were using this method as a tracking system? Okay, I like where your head's at. I'm just gonna flip them down to just kind of see what the Which general now? air is. Maybe there's like a a mist or a well, magical where are trail. You? 
Um, I mean, we're kind of still in like kind Down of like row of houses in yeah. this village, like you know, like walking about, away like, from that house. I'm just saying about how far away are you? Two See, houses. I have about 50 feet at this point from the house. 50 feet. Okay. And you're going to put down the goggles and look at the house? I'm going to look at the house and just kind of like, in, in just Dad. like general surroundings, like slow 360. I would like you to make me a constitution saving throw. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. Do I roll the same oh, die? Oh, God, I'm blind. Do I roll the same <laughs> die that I just got the d20 with? Yes. Right? Okay. Uh, yep. It's like when you put the uh, dark vision or dark, what? Night vision goggles. Oof. Yeah. Uh, I saw that 22. Yeah. And then it tilted. Duh. Oh, boy. Uh, that's just going to be 10. Wait, do I have plus three to saving throws because of Jarrell? You do. 13. 13. I think it's actually, is it plus three or plus four now? It might be plus four. Oh, is it your charisma bonus? Yeah. Yeah, it's plus four. 14. You see a very bright white light in your vision for the next one hour. As this particular house lights up like if you put on night vision goggles during the day. Yeah. Oh, and it's like burned and like I just stared at the sun. It burned right into the middle of your retinas. Oh, God. That's for one hour. Yeah, and you will be affected for one hour. So Felix is blind? Not blind, but vision impaired. Yeah. Um, Would the lay on hands cure that condition? That's a good question. I mean, I mean, it's damage to your eyes, technically. I'm not yeah, blinded. But is it a- I can neutralize poisons or disease for five, uh, but not necessarily neutralize. But I didn't take any blindness. damage either. So this yeah. is kind of this is a, this is this is this, this is, is a I very have, this is well, a special edge case here. Yeah. Lesser restoration. You touch a creature can either end one disease or one condition See, afflicting that's, it. That's the thing, right? I like it. The condition can be blinded, it. deafened, paralyzed, or poisoned. Yes, that would yep. absolutely. That would do it. I touch you. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Touching <laughs> hands. How do you touch? Reaching me? out. And is and, and, and uh, yeah. I. <laughs> um. Talk, good. Right. I like when friend gives well, me the eyes. All right. Good. Uh, so you do sing that out loud when uh, when you cast the spell, then? Sure. Okay. I would like well, everyone no... to make a perception check. Oh boy. Okay. okay. I mean, am I am I restored? Can I make a real perception check now? Yes. Oh, that's can. good. There is a verbal component to this, so yeah, that's what I'm doing. Ooh, that's worse. What is it? Perception. Yes. Hey. I have a um, a modified twenty. Six. Okay. Anybody <laughs> above a seventeen? Here's a very, very faint bop, bop, bop in the background. In the background? Yes. Okay. Like behind us. Um, <laughs> in a non-specific <laughs> direction. Good, good time to waste that nat one over there, Paradell. Nice job. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll give you that it happened, but not any uh, direction, location, okay. or, uh, info on it. All right, but someone fine. someone responded to that. It was a call and response. Mm-hmm. Well, you heard that at least. Now I'm thinking if you're just making it up because you're just like saying you have fans here. I also just, yeah. <laughs> I mean, mm. I I enjoy the moment. So you're the only one who heard it though, and I'm the only one that, yeah. You're the one that did it and heard the yeah, response. Exactly. Yes. Phenomenal. Okay. Uh, so as I touch your hand, uh huh. Touch my hand. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I I start singing a song and and he is now cured of blindness. We have to like hand touch. Oh, that's so I, sweet. 
we can stop now. No, it's okay. They That's were taking good. a photo. We so, got a, you know. we got a photo up. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it didn't happen. Yeah. I, I feel like that was that was a moment. Photo-worthy yeah. moment, yeah. for sure. Okay. Uh, so he's no longer blind? No, he is no longer affected by this temporary blindness. Okay, cool. I'm not going to look at that house again. Yeah. Felix. But um, you didn't see anything else. Yeah, well, too bad, because, yeah, I, I just fucking blinded myself by looking at, staring at this goddamn house. Uh, so we can't use your goggles at all, you think? I don't know. I feel like we have to get in there. The to, like, entire thing it. is glowing like crazy. Their whole works. And now I'm starting to think that this this this, uh, this this house is central to the whole thing, but where are the boys? Well, you were saying that they're, I mean, they're casting spells. I mean, I can cast invisibility spells, and I'm sure they're more talented than I am. So they might be invisible in this house? I mean, that's a bold it's assumption. It's possible. Too. Well, Shit. wasn't one of them... Like, like one of them was into magic, and then yep, the other yep. one was into artifice. So they've like, they've, they've and, and like they've just been building shit. So artifers. Well, these kids build crazy big things too. That's what the, that's what that, artificers saying. Need a place to work. Uh huh. Can we go back in the house? I yeah, it's gotta question. be here. I've got a strong feeling. I, I have another question for this man. So we go and knock on the door again. Um, well, it'd be kind of weird if the same people showed up. So is he going I'm to gonna remember? Go. I'm gonna go. I mean, I said my, we just walk right by him. I'm gonna go with my hood of my elk of, uh, oh, so hood of elven kind. My cloak of elven kind hood pulled up. Uh, maybe he won't recognize me this time. Okay, so uh, you do knock on the door. I do. After eight seconds, the door opens. Um, Ward Cleaver still standing there with the exact same amount of um, whiskey in his glass. Um, looking, uh, looking at you now. You've got your hood up, right? Okay. Does he even see you? Ward Cleaver does see you. Hello, Mister Shadowy Figure. Are you with the government? Um. Yeah. I'm gonna need to take a look at your basement. Oh dear. What could be going on in our basement? There's a basement. Um, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh, problems with the water table around uh, this area, and uh, we've got to make sure there's no seepage in your basement, no uh, nauseous fumes, and uh, things of that nature. You might have beavers. <laughs> Wait, long? are you are you there? No, 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 no. How long does it, how long does invisibility disability last for, Mike? Um, until I stop, until you cast a spell, or is it like an hour? Like, what's the duration of the spell? It's um. I think concentration it, up to an hour? I think it's an hour, right? Yeah, it hasn't been an hour yet. Uh, it's right here. Um, yep, concentration up to an hour. Perfect. Um, can, can I fly Slim just to Peridot just so I can like whisper in his ear since no one can see Slim anyways? Uh, certainly can. And I'm just going to whisper like, tell him you got to bring your crew. We can get outfits. It'll be just like last time. Noted. <laughs> so will you be coming to uh, investigate our basement yourself uh no I have a crew <laughs> a crew you say that's wow. correct sir that sounds quite ominous no no ominous uh, things afoot I have a uh, gang of I definitely wouldn't be saying the word afoot if, said uh, the hooded government figure say <laughs> so you're a totally <laughs> I am a totally legitimate businessman. Government man. Smile wink. <laughs> I didn't do that. That doesn't seem to compute. 
But okay, I will take it at face value. <laughs> That's great. And exactly what I assumed. My uncostumed uh, crew is right behind me. Come on, guys, let's go in. <laughs> Do we all just walk in right past him and he lets us go? Come on. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> yes, he fails the check to notif- uh, notice that you are the exact same people. Fucking as last amazing. Time. <laughs> Fucking amazing. Wow. That's, it's like heist light. I had a hunch. <laughs> I like I like where your head was at. Good plan, Paradell. So Jarrell will turn to Paradell. What did you tell him? I told him that I just wanted to go into his basement. <laughs> Is there a basement to this house? Hold on. Do I remember when I was slim seeing a door to a basement in this house? No, you do not. Okay, great. Did uh, it look like there would be a basement to this house? Um, you don't really know because you're not from this country. Okay. So now that we're different in, places have different standards. Yeah. Now that we're in the house, is there a basement? <laughs> we're just like searching. Okay, um, Sir, wait. please show me your basement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> that is the fucking soundbite for this episode. <laughs> show Why, me right this way, sir. Basement. <laughs> and um, so the man of the house, as no one's ever actually asked his name. I mean, you we're calling him Ward Cleaver. I'm sorry. I don't think yeah, any of us care what his name is. I mean, he is kind of Ward Cleaver at this point. <laughs> right. Uh, leads you into the kitchen um, towards... Um, past his wife. Past his wife, who's still just happily humming and washing dishes. Is there even dishes still to wash? Or is she washing the same dish? Um, Are you only just now actually examining? I mean, I, I don't think I would have paid attention to that before. But yes, now I think that it would be a good thing to notice. Um, I would like you to investigate this. Ooh, cool. I feel like it's like a D- Dr. Seuss moment where it's like the same. There's some sort of thing like keeping her like still washing the same dishes. Ten. You haven't been paying attention long enough, but maybe you, maybe if you keep watching, it looks like she's washing her the dishes. Do you care? I'm going to park Slim in this room just to kind of act as a sort of a, a sensor. Mm. So I, a security camera I can drop back in on. But I'm going to follow the fellows around the a house. A invisible secret camera. Yeah. As Ward enters the kitchen, he uh, looks at a spot of the wall very briefly and then turns back to you. Gee golly, I sure am embarrassed. I seem to have misplaced my basement. Which wall did he look at? Um, it would be maybe about 10 feet to the left of the sink where uh, where um, June Cleaver is washing dishes. Can, it looks ooh. like that's an exterior wall, though. Um, I, I want to follow the hunch, though. I, I kind of like where you were leading with this. Maybe just checking the wall to see. I mean, okay, I saw, for example, that the boys' room was definitely immaculately enchanted with something to keep it so fucking clean. Everything seems to be very prim, proper, and like, like, like um, intended. Yes. in this house. So I want to just like maybe investigate that particular section of the wall to see if there's anything false about it. I think the room in general is just a red herring. It's poten- you, you, you might be right, but we don't know that. It doesn't matter what's in it. It's, this is all just like an illusion of some sort. This you, is like an illusory like room. The in, like the entire house is, even the parents. Um, yeah, could be, but mostly the room <laughs> is of importance here. Okay. Like the mom and dad are like whatever either real people charmed or, you know, illusory sentinels or something. But their, but, but their room is, seems to be like yeah. the, the source of everything. Well, think about it. If you're eight years old and you have that kind of power, you don't just leave home. You're eight years old. So you keep things familiar. 
It's wherever secret. you're going to work is wherever you feel right. most comfortable. Something right? there's like some sort of portal here to like a parallel thing or where a disguised doing actually engine, work. A yeah. disguised entryway right. of some sort. You're, you're probably right, but I want to just like for, to make sure that like I don't leave this thread like, you know, sort of uh, sure. unknotted. Yes. I want to investigate the wall where he was looking where he misplaced his basement. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, let's make that as an investigation check. Come on, better than last time. No, that's an eight. Yeah, and it, it just sort of looks like a wall. There's nothing particularly special about the wall. So okay. is this where you left your basement last time you saw it? <laughs> <laughs> I can't seem to remember. Remem- remem- I'm sorry, what was I saying? System error. Oh, <laughs> you were trying to show us your basement. My basement. He turns to face the wall. Stops, shrugs, turns back. Gee golly, am I embarrassed. I seem to have misplaced my basement. Mm-hmm. Cute. Would you like to go to the prom, little chicken fingers? <laughs> <laughs> Error, error, <laughs> error. <laughs> Wait, um, I'm going to look at the uh, the dad, at, at Ward Cleaver yes. here, and I'm going to say, this statement is false. And see if he reacts to that at all. Oh, gee golly, I've had though you kids try that sort of thing on me before, and I know a paradox when I see one. Okay, just making sure. But, uh, okay, 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 okay. Okay. Uh, Paradol tries to investigate that wall. Okay. Uh, make me an investigation check. Better. 13. A 13. Hmm. It, it, it's kind of like the wallpaper doesn't quite line up. But you're not entirely sure how. Like, it just, it feels off. Oh, no, sir. The uh, water table seems to be affecting your uh, kitchen wall here. I'm going to need to do some remodeling. It won't take more than this afternoon. Immediate remodeling. (laughs) (laughs) You sure do have a speedy crew. We do. We're very efficient. We're very good at our jobs. We're going to get to work right now. Wait, what are we doing, Paradil? So what should I be doing during all of this? You and your wife should absolutely exit the home. Exit the home. Yeah, there may be well, some hazardous we materials. That? We've made our home here. This is ours. By you're, golly, you're uh, welcome to go wait in your room. Go to your room. Yeah, <laughs> that's where I was going. Go to my room. That sounds familiar. Have you been stealing my line? Don't you have some laundry to fold? Come on. Why well, I would never fold laundry. Well, oh no! Don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I just go don't s- have the hands for it. There how, it about, is. how about go smoke a cigar? <laughs> oh my god! Um, just uh, pay no mind to the work that we are doing. What what work are we doing? We're remodeling. What work are remodeling. you doing? We are uh, fixing the damage that the water table has done to your kitchen wall. What I do you know so. about what what? Jar- now Jarrell is getting confused because he doesn't know what the. <laughs> he hasn't put it. Oh God! Right, because he thinks these people are being genuine. Right. This sucks. I don't necessarily think they're being genuine. I think this is all weird, and I didn't catch what Paradell told him, although Felix did. 
And of course, Quinn and Hadrick would go along with it. <laughs> um, well, damn. You know what? Good sir. Our friend Jarell here would love to play a game of cards with you. You know, while I to, would to help you pass the time, <laughs> to help you pass the time while we work. You know, and so that you know, you're, that way it's like you have something to entertain yourselves while we unfortunately have to um, get hard at work in your house. Hedrick, you? she did get hard. Hedrick <laughs> <laughs> produces the cards. So you hand hands them Hedrick to hands Jarrell cards, and now Jarrell is looking at this man with a deck of cards. And he's in full plate armor, mind you. Yeah. And this guy's living her just kitchen. Starts, just starts <laughs> shuffling them. <laughs> um, can, why, why, June? We should go entertain our guest. It wouldn't be at all becoming if we weren't seen to be supporting the troops. Jarrell just has this befuddled look on his face as he opens the cards and walks into the living room. Listen, if Jarrell doesn't think anything's wrong, then we just have him be um, the people person that he is with the common folk yeah. uh-huh. as okay. we do our jobs. Um, Jarrell, do you actually know any games of cards? Um, I'm not certain I would know what many... What would a holy man do with games of chance? I'm not certain if I know many card games, and I would like to know if I can even shuffle them properly. Especially <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> This is good. We can make some checks. First, I would like just a um, dexterity saving throw to, <laughs> saving um, throw. to okay. see what happens when Deck you attempt shuffling. to shuffle. Okay. Oh, my God. Hey. A uh, 13. A 13. You manage to keep the cards from flying out of your hand. In Jarrell's head, he just says to himself, I'm great at everything. <laughs> I'll figure That's out this fantastic. entire business. <laughs> right. Good. Next, I would like you to make either a performance or a deception check to bluff your way through inventing a card game on the fly with these folks. Okay. Amazing. <laughs> yes! Wait, what do we have? Because I didn't see A natty um, one. So now, apparently Jarrell knows zero card games. He can shuffle, surprisingly, but he knows zero card games. You're going to shuffle cards in front of them for the next 30 minutes. Well, no. <laughs> uh, he's got the shuffling. Now he's got to this make is a, a performance check. This is a performance worst. check. So yeah. uh, he's just like staring at them like a deer in the headlights <laughs> for an awkward amount of time and then hands out a random number of cards. <laughs> each person. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody has a different amount of cards. Like one person has two, one yeah. person has seven. Yep. Mm-hmm. The other person has like the well, remaining like right, fucking... Uh, Jarrell has the rest of the cards. Because <laughs> it's only the three of us. Oh my and God. And now I'm just looking at them. Oh my God. To see if they know what to do next. <laughs> <laughs> Son, I don't feel like you're being genuine with your cards experience here. Um, Jarrell starts telling them just random stories. Like, <laughs> as, about, you, as you just thumb out cards how, from the Right, day. right. He's con- continuing to pass more cards and then, like, it, sometimes taking a couple cards back from them. Right. <laughs> they uh, absolutely botch their insight check on this and are just going along with it as you continue to talk. Right. Oh, wow. Excellent. Wow. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so, all right, we're going to put a pause on that. So, renovation crew, yeah. <laughs> what are we up to? Um, I think I'm supervising. we need to work with uh, pastels in this kitchen. These people seem to be a little lame, a little reserved, a little sheltered. So, we need nothing too bold, 
Okay, wait, wait. Were you actually serious about remodeling this place, or are we going to smash our way through this? No, wall? Felix, this is a fucking joke, all right? <laughs> <laughs> you're the only one that knows what's going on. I, mean, I know. And, you're the kind of, and that's very sad that none of, none of you have caught on yet. There's something a little amiss with this wall. I think we need to oh. take a look at it further. Uh, Felix, um, may I borrow your, your magic sensing goggles? Since... I think you have told me that your eyesight's not so great as a, it's, as a it's, result of them. Now. It, it is better now, but I mean, um, if anyone in this group, I definitely trust you to... Wait, hold on. Did I need to be attuned to those? I don't think so. I think I might have. Hold on. No, I did not. Yeah, I didn't think you. Okay. Uh, sure. Um, you can borrow them for a second, though. I, I just I want them back, though. because they're like, Absolutely. They're like okay. Okay. No. So. Let's see what I've got here. Okay. What are you looking at? Or do you put? Well, you have to flip the lenses down, also, to actually. If, yeah, I think with uh, my Smith's tools, can we assume that I maybe have like some equivalent to like welding goggles or something in there? Um. Oh. Like a welding mask? Yeah. You probably would. Yes, you do. Yeah. Okay. So I put the magic sensing goggles on. I put the welding goggles over those. Ooh. I like it. Or the welding mask over those. Good. Um, and I don't look at anything with my eyes open right away. I kind of like open my eyes and like little narrow slits. Um, it's almost like a grainy image with how incredibly washed it is. Okay. But you're not burning your eyes out. Yeah. But this place is just crackling with yeah. magic all over the place. Can I open now, my eyes now, comfortably? Yeah, you can. Okay. Now, uh, detect magic. Is that detecting schools or what this is it? If you doing? sense magic in this way, you can use your action to see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic, and you can learn its school of magic, if any. So he said you can like focus on because you detect magic within thirty feet, in this case sixty feet. Yeah. But then this allows you to actually like use your action to focus on an object or person or thing, you know, to actually see the aura around it and the school of magic it belongs to. So there is a real house here. And it's just crackling with magic layers of stuff. There are defensive wards all over the walls. There's strengthening enchantments. There is heavy illusion over everything. Where the house would appear to be sturdy yet in disrepair, um, the illusion of this perfect home is cast right over it. Also, there is a giant steel door right on that chunk of wall. All right, I with the comically huge rivets around the side and everything. I relay this information to the party. Okay, since you can see this right now, um, I'm going to. Hmm, I wonder Do you tell Jarrell? Can I borrow your setup? Absolutely not. Can I? <laughs> can I borrow your setup so that I can maybe try to mage hand this door just in case like these wards uh, bite back in any way? Yeah, yeah. Hey Felix, check this out. Okay, I hand you everything. Yeah. So. Plop it on my head exactly the way he had it configured. I might polymorph my head while this is on to make yeah. sure it's a good fit. As an aside, no matter how you polymorph your head with this contraption on your head, you look ridiculous. Oh, of course. <laughs> I mean, we bo- we probably both did. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. looked quite handsome. Thank you. <laughs> you always look handsome. Paradil is dashing regardless of yeah. that gear. So, um, in that rugged kind of way, you know. Yeah. Um, so I'd like to um, see maybe now that if I, if I can make out now the outline of the door through the through this apparatus that I'm wearing, 
Oh yeah. Um, it's it's almost cartoony how obvious the thing is when you're looking through. Fantastic. I'd like to see if Mage Hand is able to touch the door handle or if anything stops it before it reaches the the, the, the pull ring or whatever of this door. Oh, I said you saw a door. I didn't say anything about a handle. It, there was oh, there's no, no. God damn it. Now we have to I I don't want to fight a door. <laughs> okay, you said it's a steel door. It's a steel door, and it looks like a door. There's hinges on the left, but there's no opening apparatus on it to be seen. God damn it. Try to get the hinges off. So Hedrick here uh, sees people are starting to work, and the focus is being drawn towards this wall, and he's feeling a little bit listless, so he wants to get some energy out. He will inspire Paradil. He pulls his loot out. And he starts to strum. He plays the beat of his own drum. No need for flute or fiddle. So why beat around the bush when you could, hey, paradiddle? So verily D with fiddly skill. There's no gnome quite like paradiddle. Beautiful. Oh, thank you for the backup. I appreciate you. Oh, lovely. Thank you. I'm here all week. Yeah, and since since <laughs> Paradil's inspired, I think I actually want to give maybe the headgear back to him since he's kind of on fire right now as far as, like, I've been... Like, after that nat 20, it's been shit rolls the rest of the night for me, and I Felix is not feeling... I Felix is just, like, feeling like Paradil's got... Like, he's 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 kind of the... He's, he's leaving this plan now, and my plan is to give Paradil the plan. So I'm going to give you the he- the headgear, and you can take, a, take some more look-sees around this place. Okay. Um, I'm going to take a look at the nature of these hinges. At the nature of the hinges. Uh, you yeah. are a blacksmith. Yes, they appear to be solid steel. Um, they're pin hinges, but they appear to be very well welded at both the top and the bottom, so you're not just right. going to be able to tap it out. You said there's there are rivets. Or... Y- yes, like the comically, like almost okay. two inch or like two inches across. Right. Like big old, studs, like, yeah. Battleship rivets. Yeah, they're just, yeah. yeah. Rivets, not yeah. bolts or something. Right, yeah. Okay. All right. This is a toughie. Yeah, this is uh, pretty structurally sound. Now, from your welding experience, would red hot metal be easier to get the fuck out of here? We're about through? to solve another problem with heat metal. <laughs> you would either make it easier or much harder because it could seize the hinge. Also true. Well, that's well. So that's what I'm worried about. Is that if that's I like, do that like, and then we do something to it, we could be that's last ditch that right. information. <laughs> I mean, he's can, worked enough with metal. Yeah, you're a you're a blacksmith already. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I know that the shit. properties of yeah metal expanding and contracting under heat. Phil, do I know that shit? I think you do. All right, cool. you know way yeah. better than Hedrick. No, I mean, <laughs> no, no, but Phil, <laughs> Phil has like real life as experience. Phil's yeah. fa- Phil the fabricator. Yeah. <laughs> as far as welding is concerned, in order to get the arc, so to speak, mm-hmm. um, you would have to be using you know, some sort of magic in order to actually cut using electricity. Because that's what welding kind of digs in, you know, right. get specific. Right. Molecular level, right. bonding of two sources. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we got to magically spread that shit apart is what you're saying. Essentially, you need a magical <laughs> plasma cutter. As the DM, I know that nobody's carrying an oxy torch in their bag. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's what you I mean. Think. There could be yes, some sort of DM, that's what's real then. <laughs> um, understanding of magic, like there could be some sort of anti-magic focus 
you know, like right. if it was possible, if I mean, it this was even in, conceivable. I mean, this whole place is enchanted to the nines, though. So, like, I'm just thinking that, like, some of the conventional ways to get through these things um, may be stopped or impeded by the competing magic. Yeah. So maybe it's worth, uh, okay, putting a pin in the door and just taking another look, see around, see if there's anything else here that maybe Peridot can make out in this uh area nothing in here we can also move on to the room too like you guys suggested so we also can like create food right we can create anything i would think we should try to talk to this family is there any way that they can summon the kids no because it seems like everything that it's happening right now they're doing to deflect away from any mention of the kids can i ask paradel can you look where, where are we in the kitchen I think yeah, yes, we're really staring at the, the wall. Can you kitchen. look around the kitchen and see if there's anything that is magical that might be like some sort of like mechanism switch or something like that? I'd do that. Um, okay, you can look around. Um, anything <laughs> that anything that isn't like part of the structure is all illusion. So the sink, the dishes, those are all illusions. There is, is the living room. Um, has anyone looked in the living room? Well, hold no, on, no, hold on, no. hold on. He's got a finger up. Yeah. Okay. You said this looks like. You said that, okay. So the kitchen wall that this door is on is an external wall, right? Yes. All right. Let's go outside. Okay. So you and the magical goggles go outside. Well, I mean, he said if he said let's go outside. Oh, all right. We're gonna walk outside and be like, uh, well, let me let me just do it first, okay. guys. This looks like it might be the inside of whatever this door is. I'm going to go outside and take a look at the external wall. I'll be right back. And I put on my cloak of elven kind hood. Okay. And I exit the home. Can I roll to see if Gerald notices him walking out the front door? Yes. Because he's, he's got stealth going too now. But why would it matter? Like just because your, Please confused. just do your thing over yeah, there. Do your job. Keep them distracted. Just do your fucking job, man. I've got advantage on stealth and you've got disadvantage on perceiving me. Uh-huh. All right. Um, yeah, make your checks. Oh boy. You have advantage on stuff. Oh, good wow. thing you yeah, had disadvantage. I have disadvantage though, because that would have been a nat twenty. I have a fifteen. Yeah, you beat me. Okay. Jarrell does not notice. Jarrell <laughs> doesn't notice. But going Trying through to the living our own party member. <laughs> going through the living room, yeah. you notice mm. that both Ward and June are also completely illusionary. <laughs> Okay. They don't so exist. So Jarrell just talking no, to nothing. Yes, we're <laughs> playing it. cards with that's illusions. What I, that's what I wanted to be I, aware of. I love this. So I'm, uh, I'm so focused on Quinn talking. Quinn spent almost a half hour bragging to an illusion. <laughs> right. Paradil, oh, he doesn't care. Paradil rolls his eyes and shakes his head at how silly a situation we're in and continues outside around the uh, back of that wall, I assume. Okay. And so is where, that, that's where your focus is then? Yeah, that okay. wall exactly. And that wall I want exactly. to take a look at that wall. So um, on the other side of that wall, you do see, which would be very magically suppressed, but you see quite clearly through the goggles, that just on the other side, it's like a steel hallway goes out and then starts to slant down into the ground about 10 feet outside the house. The basement. We found the basement, boys. I say to myself, and then I go back inside. Okay. Um, I would like right. you to make a perception check. Oh, while here back we inside. go. Hey. Okay. That is a 18. Yeah. There are illusions on all of the other houses as well. They appear to have been abandoned underneath the illusions. 
wait a second. No one actually is here anymore. There's a total of four people here. The mayor. No, there's. We don't even. Heinz, oh shit, we didn't even. Up. Yeah, Nobody there's checked. the brother we, and the two yeah, kids. We didn't even That's check probably if, it. We didn't even check if Roger exists or if he was an illusion too. Shit, we didn't even see if Heinz was an illusion. Right. This could all be an illusion. Wait, could it be an illusion? Inside of an well, illusion, like an illusion to <laughs> inside keep of a dream, there. inside what of a we'll computer. What we'll be alluding to <laughs> is that we want to wrap this up for the week and leave it on this clip <laughs> right here. Okay. And what I don't have to allude to, but I'll come right out and say, is that if you like us, we can be found on the internet. It's true. <laughs> We're in such places as Reddit slash r slash Hapless Heroes Podcast. Uh, we're on Twitter at Hapless Heroes. We're on Instagram at Hapless Heroes. We also have a Facebook page, Hapless Heroes Podcast. All three of those will have links in them that take you to the crown jewel of our internet presence. That's right. Our Discord server, where you can meet and chat and hang out with us on a daily basis in our community, which is becoming more and more by the day self-sustaining community like it just goes on people talk and hang out we're there Fran and I are there just about every day I'm kind of getting a little more active now after the holiday season and moving my office at work because I probably you know I'm <laughs> score to work too much but uh no you're not yeah no one ever no, heard that no nobody ever heard that because um well I yeah these two circles don't overlap discord <laughs> <laughs> but anyway we're on Discord, and you can interact with us. And we like to interact with you. It's a great place. It's got all kinds of channels, whether it be about cats, dogs, D&D in general, our podcast, or just life as a whole and whatever we want to talk about. Now, if you're there and maybe you really, really like us, you could leave us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. We are on just about every major podcast platform that I, uh, being, you know, old, barely in touch, internet, um, old fogey can remember. So Spotify, uh, Apple Music, um, Google Play Podcasts. Yeah, literally anywhere they let you leave a review, do it, and yes. we will love you forever. Now, if you really, really like us, you could donate to our Patreon. We have uh, multiple tiers of uh, sponsoring our show, just from, you know, little uh, attaboys there to um, submitting uh, ideas for the show at uh, one of our higher levels. That we will incorporate in yeah. some way. Or even uh, our intermediate level where uh, you, we have an extra channel in our Discord for you to hang out and be really bougie with us in a very exclusive place. Your name even gets to be a special cool color. It does. It's you, all prestigious. You get virtually gilded. Yes. If you uh, donate $87, um, I'll fill an enemy of your choices gasting up with uh, white wine vinegar. That is a bold statement, it friend. feta cheese. I'll just say whipped cream. Yeah. Why not? I'll, I'll, I'll do I'm going to start with the vinegar, though. Rice wine vinegar. Rice wine vinegar, make specifically. It, make it real nice and flavorful. Sure, sure. <laughs> but if you like us, right now you like us, Sally Field, and the whole deal... Um, start doing lots of leg exercises like squats and uh, you know some side bends for core strength and mm. crunches and uh, train yourself to jump to the moon um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, it, well first you're gonna have to like maybe get some breathing apparatus um, <laughs> practice 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 a self-contained above water breathing apparatus that's a scaba. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and on the moon, 
Um, oh, let's see. You're going to collect all that dust and then take it back to the earth and convince um, a recording studio uh, coke addict uh, producer <laughs> in Los Angeles that you've uh, got moon cocaine and uh, you're going to convince him to uh, produce a record for you all about how much you love our podcast, Apple's Heroes. Wow. It, did you meet, that, that, that really went places. Did yeah. you meet the cheese man? No, that's not real, Mike. We're talking about reality moon here. We're talking okay. about moon cocaine. <laughs> We're also not promoting dragons. <laughs> what about the cow? What's this that? is space coke. Oh, I've never had this, man. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had moon cocaine? Oh, and a- after something like this, there's, there's nothing I can really do except outro us out of here Please before we that. get ourselves in trouble. So we'll go around <laughs> from the right. As Hedrick the Entertainer, we've got Phil. Oh, man, nothing here is real. Playing Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind, we have Mike. It feels like a fantasy, like one of my stories. As the fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom, we have Francesco. Audible groan. Audible. Yes, it is on Audible. To his right, we have Lord Jarrell the Light, played by John. Until next time. And rounding out the table to his right as Pair to Lincoln Woods, we've got Zach. I catch my visage in the mirror and I say to myself, oh, I do look handsome with this uh, whole setup on my head. <laughs> and my name is Dave. I've been your host. I've been your dungeon master. Moon cocaine's a hell of a drug. Bye-bye now. Bye. Please don't come after us. <laughs> don't do Yeah, Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Moon dust. (laughs) Bye. Bye.